0: Again, it's part two of our two-part series on immigration. If you missed any part of the show, all you have to do is go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear, and you can listen to the show anytime you like. You can listen to any segments that you may have missed. You can also follow us on Facebook at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on Air. We continue our two-part series on immigration with our next guest, Lan Cal and her daughter, Harlan Margaret Van Cal. They're the authors of the book, Family in Six Tones, A Refugee Mother, and American Daughter. It's our pleasure to welcome Lan and Harlan to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, ladies. How are you?
1: We're great. How are you?
0: We're doing great. Now, Lan, you grew up in Vietnam, and at the age of 13, you moved to America. Once you arrived here to America, what were your first initial thoughts on this strange new country?
2: Well, my first thought was basically based on my sensory perception. So everything felt very different just from the five senses. So I looked out and my tamarind tree is no longer there. And there was some other cold weather tree instead. I was introduced to McDonald's and that was also very strange. (laughs) So, you know, when I came, I did not realize that I was going to be there permanently because my parents, I think to lessen the shock, just told me I was just going with a family friend. And it was only when I watched Saigon fall on TV that I realized it was a permanent cataclysm. So what were
0: some of the challenges once you got to the United States? What were some of your biggest challenges as a new
2: immigrant? The biggest challenge for me was that when I moved from Connecticut which was where I had lived with my family friend, the American who took me out. I was in Virginia, and it was shocking because I saw that my parents were not managing very well. And it created an upside-down relationship between the parent and the child because I was suddenly the authority figure, at least in public space, because my English was already getting much better. But in high school itself, because I entered high school as a freshman, I felt very bullied. I had no friends. And I poured all of my effort into a schooling. And that was a very lonely endeavor. I was very surprised to find out that many Americans who were my neighbors and who f- felt very hostile to me, I felt like they thought I was a Viet Cong. That was shocking because we were fleeing the communists. I also don't want to overstate it because we also had a very good neighbor who welcomed us.
0: So Harlan, um, let me move on to you. Now, growing up, was it difficult being from an immigrant family? Did you find your mom talked about struggling to fit in? But was that difficult for you?
1: I think being of this generation years later, is great because I get a lot of insider perspective without having to struggle with the type of racism my mom did. Also, you know, my dad was white, so I actually look a lot more white than Asian. I never had to struggle with any racism that my mom might have had to go through in high school or anything. The biggest challenge, I think, was I could tell that she was still working through a lot of things as a person, I don't think the trauma ever went away and it kind of applied to her parenting, although she was always like an incredible mother. There were things that still scared her so she would overreact and be very protective and put a huge emphasis on education. Um, But I think having the white dad kind of alleviated that. So I was between two cultures at all time. I think that split part and my mother's trauma and just feeling for her was probably the hardest part.
0: And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to part two of our two-part series on immigration. For more information, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Head there now, like us there, and follow us there as well. Our guest this morning is Lan Cow and her daughter, Harlan Margaret Van Cow. The title of the book is Family in Six Tones, a Refugee Mother and an American Daughter. Now, the mother-daughter relationship can be complicated enough, but to add on the fact that mom is a refugee mother to an American girl, and I'm sure that really complicated things much further. Is that right, ladies?
1: So before, as I mentioned, I think one of the challenges was her trauma. However, I think, let's say she had no war experience and we're just talking about a difference in culture, like between Vietnamese and English and American cultures. I think, first of all, not only is the Asian culture more hard on their children and they expect a lot of loyalty to elders, but there's a much more higher emphasis on education, especially as an immigrant. And my father was a lot older than my mom. And he's also from a culture where, well, at least in his family, there wasn't too much pressure as much as my mom's because I think that also came from the survival aspect. So she always had me do math when I was four or five while the other kids were playing. She prepared me very early. I mean, I took the SAT when I was a freshman. I slept in my mom's bed until I was 10, because that's a Vietnamese thing where you all stay in the family house together. Sometimes generations are in there for a very long time. Growing up at the time in Virginia, where our neighborhood did not have that culture dominating the place, it didn't make me wonder. By the time I was 11, I mean... I knew it was time to sleep in my own bed. And when I got there, I could not fall asleep. And I was like, I feel like such a baby. I miss my mommy. And in a lot of ways, it did cause some challenges, I think, because that part of the culture where I was constantly close to her, but also being raised to a very high expectation, it meant that by the time I was in high school and it was time to kind of break free, it caused a lot more problems between us by that time.
0: Lon, do you want to speak on it?
1: I
2: was definitely a protective mother who was always worried about safety. And it is a reflection of how I myself grew up. My parents were very worried about the omnipresent danger of war. And my brother had come home one day and I remembered he was all covered in blood and he had been in a restaurant or a cafe right in the center of Saigon and a grenade had been thrown by somebody who was speeding on a motorbike and my parents were upset because he had not sat in the back which was where you're supposed to sit you never sit in the front because you know that you're supposed to know that grenades are thrown so there's a sense you know that danger is everywhere and for some reason that stuck with me so that I'm still in that mindset when I race Harlan I even remember making her go into a a tight... We we would find hiding places. And I would tell her, see if you can hide in there if there were intruders or somebody attacked us. And in retrospect, it's probably not very good for the child growing up in America (laughs) to be that scared. But it felt like it was a normal thing to do. Okay. Yeah, but there was a lot of emphasis on safety and for sure education. Because education was my way towards reaching for the American dream, because she's American. And I feel like American dreams are something that refugees and immigrants grasp for because they're not really, you know, American.
0: So let's let's talk about this now. The two of you both traveled to Saigon, um, Lange, your birthplace. What was that like for you two ladies? I'm Harlan. I'll let you speak first.
1: When I went there, I was about six for the first time, and I was put in a school that was a nun school. And just like as an example, like a story I can remember is I didn't know that you had to eat all your food or it's disrespectful, but it does make sense. There was this one dish served on like my first day or something. I left most of it in my bowl and they ended up, you know, slapping my hands with a ruler. The next day, I didn't like something I tried to put into the bush like dump out the excess into a bush they found me they hit me even harder (laughs) and so you quickly learn this idea there of this entirely different mindset and culture went into it you know the rice was grown every single grain people worked really hard in the fields and they kept repeating that to me over and over and it, it creates this mindset that i still have today even living in america as i'm almost 19 now and that thinking of really considering your consequences on, like, your actions' consequences and what it means, and if you're being wasteful, that still follows me around. Sometimes it's annoying, of course, because it makes me overthink. (laughs) But I think it is a good value to have. Um, That's just something that always stood out to me.
0: And, Lan, what was it like for you to visit Saigon with your daughter?
1: I took her there because I really wanted her
2: to be in a poor country and, as a small kid, not have judgments about it. And for me, it was not my first time back. I had returned in the early 90s as part of the Ford Foundation uh, Rule of Law project. And I did that on purpose so that it was not purely a nostalgic trip. It felt much more like a professional trip, although, of course, there's a lot of nostalgia and homesickness and a feeling of loss that was very pervasive for me. Um, I wanted to return and I put the word return in quotes because, you know, I was only there for 13 years and I basically spent the majority of my life in America, Mm -hmm. but never really feel quite at home. And I realized when I got back to Vietnam, I was never really quite at home there either. And I noticed that culturally, I was not really very Vietnamese either. There were a lot of things that I had done very differently. And I think it's the start of my realization that the search for home is really an internal search. It's easier said than done. It's a cerebral belief because one still wants to feel at home and get that reinforcement from the external world, even though it's really an internal project. So it made me realize that I was really ambidextrous emotionally, meaning I will never be totally one or the other, that I will always have some degree of ambivalence, and that I am like both American, Vietnamese, left hand, right hand, East, West. It's just how it is, and it's not something that has to be chosen as a solitary objective.
0: And again, in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to part two of our two-part series on immigration. For more information on the show, you can always follow us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now. My guest this morning is Lan Cow and her daughter, Harlan Margaret Van Cow. Now, the two of you have written a book, Family in Six Tones. Tell us about this book.
2: The book is an alternating story of mine and hers, and it basically tells the story of the parenting relationship. And so in many ways, it's very universal, but specific in the sense that it's set against the backdrop of war and immigration and what that legacy does, not just to the parent, but also to the relationship with the child and how one raises one's children and whether or not that history is passed down. And when we wrote the book, we, I became much more conscious about how that might have happened. So I gave you the example about how I was very worried about Harlan's safety. And we went all around the house looking for hiding places. That's something that I think is quite unusual for somebody who is raising a child in America in a peaceful neighborhood. So the book is really about what it means also to be an American. And I think that's actually something that the entire country has been debating as well uh, in various elections that we've had in recent years. Okay. The relationship between Americanization and immigration, for example. So those are some of the issues we raise, not academically, but in personally. A personal, yeah. Yeah,
1: in a personal anecdotal type of way, I think.
0: And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to part two of our two-part series on immigration. You're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. My guest is Lan Cow and her daughter, Harlan Margaret Van Cow. They're the authors of the book, Family in Six Tones, a refugee mother, an American daughter. Lan was born in Vietnam and immigrated to the United States at the age of 13. Now, very honestly and very candidly, ladies, what's been your experience? How are immigrants treated here in America?
2: America has been very receptive to refugees and even refugees from a country like Vietnam, which is, and I say a country like Vietnam because of this very specific relationship that came out of the Vietnam War, which is not to say that there have not been a lot of speed bumps for me. And those were mostly at the beginning in the 1975 and the few years after that when I was in high school. And I think that was because it was a big shock to the US that the war was lost and that hundreds of thousands of Vietnamese refugees arrived in America in a very concentrated way. If you look at it from the perspective of a person who lives here, an invasion, you know, and a reminder of a war lost. But I think What I always try to impart to Harlan is that no matter what happens externally, you have to keep your eye on the prize. And so for me, the eye on the prize is education. And I set out to do what I wanted to do, which is to really excel in school. It's my way out, out of kind of like a refugee identity and to pursue my own American dream. It's it's a combination, I think, of understanding the history of America, which has always had anti-immigrant spasms. But at the same time, it's a very strong American identity that this is also a country of immigrants. And I want to be the good reminder that Immigrants actually make America great and contribute greatly to what makes America different. Because when people dream about America, they're not just dreaming about, oh, my God, this country has so many nuclear weapons and has a great, strong military. It's also that anybody can be an American. In fact, when we are, I'm doing this with you in Poland, and when we landed in Warsaw, the taxi driver picked this up he's from georgia the state of georgia you know the the former soviet union Mm -hmm. and he said i'm dreaming to come to los angeles he says i'm just in poland but i'll never be polish but if i'm in america and i can become an, an american and i just love america and that made me so proud and it made me teary and very grateful all right.
0: Well, I think that's a great place to leave it here this morning. Thanks for taking time to talk to us. If our listeners if they would like to find out more about you, too. If they would like to find out more about the book. Harlan, how can they find out more?
1: Um, we have Instagram. So my Instagram is Harlan underscore VC for VanCow. And my mom's is. I have a website. Yeah. com, <laughs> And I'm HarlanVanCow.com. And
2: I can also be located on Facebook. Just underline
0: Cow. All right, ladies, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. It was
2: our pleasure, Rodney. Thank you for having us.
0: Again, the title of the book is Family in Six Tones, A Refugee Mother and American Daughter. For more information on our guests, more information on the show, more information on our two-part series, On immigration. You can reach out to us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear, and follow us there. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. Hit to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. And we'll have part one and part two of this show on our podcast as well.